Welcome, friends, to Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter. We bring you the greatest female voices in the music industry, from the artists, songwriters, and producers, to managers and executives, and all the women who make the music industry what it is today. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, friends, to another episode of Crazy Women Country. I'm Donna, and today we are here with amazing Sarah Rudy of Hello June. And hello, how are you doing? Hello, I'm uh, I'm doing well. Thank you. <laughs> Wonderful. And so I'm going to ask, you're in uh, West Virginia, right? I am. Yeah, I am in uh, very close to the, the Maryland side of West Virginia. Wow. So you're getting the cooler weather right now because it's it's fall here, and obviously we're in Florida. Um our cool weather was like a 60 degree day. And I was like, thank God I can actually put like a t-shirt on or, or, you know, and feel comfortable or shirt, jeans, you know? Right. No, I, I feel you uh, here. We're, we're doing flannels. So, you know, we're, nice. we're in flannel weather currently. Um, the leaves are, are very beautiful. Um, they're this really rich orange, yellow, red patchy. Yeah. It's starting to get more on the red side, which means it's going to be brown soon. But <laughs> right now we're enjoying it. Uh, that's where oh. we are. <laughs> oh, I have to admit, I do miss, I'm from Pennsylvania originally, so I do miss the uh, changing of the seasons like yeah. that, for sure. It's, it's magical. It is. It is. Absolutely. So we'd love to start off with the most difficult question first. Sure. So tell me, who is Sarah Rudy? And <laughs> what, while we're adding to this, who is Hello June? Wow, that is, man... That is a complex question to start with, I believe. Um, I am um, Sarah Rudy. I am an artist. I think I came out of the womb as an artist. Um, I think it was my calling to just create and get my hands messy. Um, Hello June is my musical project um, that we're currently working on. Um, I have uh, a couple guys backing me. Um, my partner, Whit Alexander, plays bass. Um, Logan Seidler plays drums. Um, and we're feeling really solid as a three-piece. Um, we've recently been learning all of the new tunes from the record, um, kind of just learning each other as well and learning ourselves. Um, and, you know, we're really currently just very excited about all the creating that we're doing. Um, but yeah, we're, we're an indie rock band from, Hel- uh, from West Virginia. Um, there's not much indie rock here. I will say there have been a couple indie rockers that have uh, popped their heads up recently, but um, you know, it's, it's more of um there's a lot of country and there's a lot of like heavy rock here in West Virginia um so we don't exactly fit in uh but I think I I don't think I've ever fit in I think that is part of Sarah Rudy is not fitting in (laughs) so um uh you know I think we we're we're a a couple of outcasts you know who uh are trying to make music that makes us happy (laughs) And that's beautiful. Who wants to, I don't want to fit in. I've always felt like a lot of times I've never fit in or, you know, I've kind of always kind of felt alone at times, even though I wasn't, you know, but just that, yeah. yeah. Right. No, I, I used to hate it, but I think I'm learning to just be like, it's, it's totally good. (laughs) Yeah. And there are plenty of people that do support you and I'm sure that are around and stuff. Uh, Maybe just not like just next door where you can be like, Hey, I need to talk or, you know, for sure. For sure. Always. Well, spoiler alert, everyone, if you didn't catch that, um, there's a new record coming out soon. We don't have a release date yet, but it is in the works. Right. That is so right. that's definitely exciting. And links will also be in the descriptions if you haven't heard any of their music yet. You will love it. I love it. Well, of course, I love music in general, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so tell me, who are some of the women that have inspired you musically? Oh, my. Um, well, I think, let's see, probably three big ones. Um, I would say June Carter Cash, uh, hence the Hello June name. That's that's where the, the, the name came from. 
um, my grandfather and I would play a lot of uh, Johnny Cash songs, a lot of, you know, the Carter, Carter yeah. family songs. Mm -hmm. um, and that was like my first intake of music. Um, so definitely, you know, finding out about June and Mabel, you know, just like, oh, yeah. this is great. You know, I, I was a young kid. Um, Reba McIntyre was uh, my, I, I would sit in the back seat of my mom's car and be like, play Reba. <laughs> I loved Reba so much. <laughs> um, and I, I really love, like I, in 1995, when Jagged Little Pill came out from Alanis mm -hmm. Morissette, I was like this, I mean, my mind was yeah. absolutely taken over and blown by such a badass. I mean, I, I yeah. think, I, I don't know how old I was, but I was fairly, fairly young and probably shouldn't have been listening to like you know like I mean her content is she's an adult she's writing to adults yes. and I'm like you know but I'm like she understands me <laughs> um, uh, and, uh, and and then I can't help but Jen Wozner from Y Oak um, was just when I watched her play guitar I was like okay this is really really cool to see somebody as um just in the genre that they're in and just being so you know masterful with her uh her craft um was just really cool and so that's those are my I said three but I went four <laughs> it's all good it's all good and there are probably more inspirations that you'll find different times and and you know oh, sure. even yeah. as you evolve or there's there's new music you just or old music that you re-listen to as you know it's just it's a different concept and I, I can say that you know back then when you mentioned Reba I'm like yeah I remember when I was learning to drive in the 90s there uh I was forbidden my mom said to me I was forbidden to play Dolly Parton or Reba McIntyre because I used to play them so much that she's like I'm sick <laughs> of them I used to like both their voices and love their music but now could you just stop? I'm like, okay, I get it, mom. Sorry. <laughs> I relate. So, <laughs> I definitely relate. Oh, <laughs> uh, so what else is happening? You have some gigs coming up and things like that. Um, yes, we do. Um, we are, so we are on, on the East coast. Um, we are actually playing, um, the purple fiddle, which is, um, kind of a, I mean, I, I think they're kind of known all around. Um, it's um, in Thomas, West Virginia, which is a really, really neat place. Um, if you haven't gone there, check it out. It's uh, there's Dolly Sods and Blackwater Falls right there, so it's got like just some really gorgeous, especially this time of the year, um, scenery and things like that. Um, that's the first weekend in November. Um, we're also playing a show with Bendigo Fletcher. You heard of them? I have. I okay, have. I was going to say there. Yeah. They're kind of killing it right now. Um, we're playing a show with them at um, one, two, three. Um, that's a Thursday night, right before the Purple Fiddle show. Um, and I have all the dates. I can I can get them to you. But um, you know, that I'm pretty excited about about those. Um, and we've got a Charlotte, North Carolina show coming up. Um, that's a that's a cool one too at Snug Harbor. So we've kind of um, you know we've got we've got a good. I booked fifty shows this year. <laughs> So, um, like that was, I, I, we're all still working full time, um, mm -hmm. which is, you know, it, it's an ordeal, it's... but you know, so I, I, I took two weeks and I booked 50 shows myself and, you know, I had certain criteria in my head. I had certain goals, mm -hmm. um, and pretty proud about that. But this November will be like the conclusion of those 50 shows that we played for the season. So, um, pretty like the the last couple of shows are are pretty rad like they're it's going to be a, a blast i think um, and i think that in itself playing 50 shows while working full everyone working full time i mean i know it takes to work a 40 50 hour week in general and then do this and, and other stuff in life and just to have a family things like that and it's it's crazy it gets chaotic you're like wait what day am i where am i uh what are we doing and <laughs> exactly yeah. it's a lot but we're you know we're moving up forward and and hopefully we can uh, the goal is to have more art in our lives and less, you know, mundane work at some point. <laughs> It'll get there. It'll get there. That's, that's where I hope. Someone, yeah. So someone told me the other day, you like, you just have to keep going, you know? That's, and, you uh, know, that's been the theme. <laughs> yeah. And, and, 
And I love the stories like out of Nashville, they always talk about the 10 year town, right? And I, I love when someone goes, yeah, it's a 10 year town. I'm 17 years in and I finally got a song on the radio, like from someone else. Like, and I'm like, well, you never gave up. So I get right. it. Yeah. You got to yeah. do what you love, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And we all have to do what we have to do to pay the bills. Right. That's, right. that's true. <laughs> oh. So would you like to do our 20 crazy questions now? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> okay. Wonderful. And I promise we won't get arrested yet. Okay, great. Good. Okay. So tell us, what is your Dance Like Nobody's Watching song? The song that you absolutely have to dance to. Oh, let's see. That, oh, that's pretty tough. Um, man, I, I'm sorry for this long pause. You can probably edit that. Um, um, you know what, there, there, there are a couple Flock of Dimes songs. I, I mentioned uh, Jen Wazer from Y Oak, her side project, Flock of Dimes, Um she has a bunch of danceables. Uh, I don't quite have like one in particular. I would say uh, I'm not like a super pop fan necessarily, but like she just, mm, the way it just hits right. And I, I would dance while no one was watching. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. That was a bad, a bad answer. You're probably looking for something specific. No, that's fine. I'm, someone had given me a genre of dance music like the EDMs, and I'm like, that whatever makes you happy. That's the point okay, of it. It's, okay, it's a good to know you. Okay, good. Yeah, there's no right or wrong answer. I promise. Okay, good. Uh, well, except for what? There's one. There's right or wrong. There's one right or wrong answer. That means we could get arrested. So just keep that in mind, okay? When we get there. Right. Okay. All right. I, I won't. I won't get arrested. I don't think. Okay. Good. Good. I hope not. I, I always said I would never do good in jail. So I would not. well tell me in your opinion what's the best workout song or genre or maybe an artist well so it's kind of funny I this is so weird and I don't know why I do this but when I work out I always start with whiskey in a jar by um Metallica (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why it might just be habit. Like I walk through the door and I am like a pigeon twirling in its cage. Like you're about, to, you're about to do the thing on the elliptical and lift the little weights. You must play whiskey in a jar. I mean, like, I don't know. So I usually start there and then I, I go to like Baroness. I guess I like the heavier, heavier yeah. stuff to work out to. But Gina Gleason is, is a badass. So there's, there's yeah. another one. <laughs> oh, oh i love it i love us getting different opinions and and viewpoints of of workout music because yeah there's been such a variety on here and you know i can honestly say i listen to pretty much anything depending on what i'm doing if i'm running elliptical it needs to have a beat like a really yeah, that's true yeah that's, yeah because i get sidetracked i'll be thinking yeah. about god knows yeah. what yeah. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely oh so tell me Top two favorite concerts ever. Cool. Okay. I definitely, oh, it's weird. I think probably both of them are just right before the pandemic hit. I saw a uh, big thief play in Columbus, which was fantastic. They played, it was like, I think the bassist, well, somebody in the band had family in Columbus, so they just quickly just put that date on the thing. I got tickets. The, the pandemic happened, so glad we did that when we did. Um, my second favorite, I think, would be Courtney Barnett and The National played in. Oh, I think it was Pittsburgh. I can't. I can't quite remember where we went for that, but that was. That uh, was real. Those are two of my favorite bands. Uh, you know, so seeing that was like like a dream, and that was right before the pandemic as well. So uh, those are my top two, I think. Which is, is strange because they, they just happened in these past couple of years. So I guess I'm uh, I'm hitting some good ones. <laughs> Absolutely, and when you get to see your favorite bands, I mean that just that does oh, it, you know. Yeah. 
it does. And they did not disappoint. <laughs> oh, so tell the audience a uh, recommendation, an album, maybe a few artists that they need to listen to before they die. Wow. Okay. In my opinion, I would say Jason Molina. Um, he, he hits me in the heart. He's there's, I, I, I feel like a lot of his language is super poetic and very meaningful, but yet his, his guitar playing is, is, is sort of tied in with it. And it's very rich and, um, it's very, very interesting tones. Um, he unfortunately died some years back rest in peace super beautiful stuff anyways he came out of the ohio valley uh so jason molina's on on top of my list um courtney barnett is for sure on top of my list i think she's just a badass guitar player a badass front woman i mean Mm -hmm. she just stomps across that stage like she owns it um because she does Uh, (laughs) like um (laughs) and let's see Probably, hmm. yeah. I I I think those are probably my my top my top two that are just you know maybe not. I mean, Courtney Barnett's gotten a little bit bigger, but uh, you know, a lot of times I'll ask people if they know Jason Molina, and and sadly they they don't know of him. So mm-hmm. uh, he also had a band called uh, the Magnolia Electric Company. Um, and we got to do a tribute show with them a couple years back. So I got to meet the the band, which was really cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, de- definitely those two. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And I can guarantee no one's ever said any of who you're mentioning today. That's, that's what right, I love good. about this. I always have it. Love new music for everyone. See? Oh, that's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. <laughs> so tell me, is do you have any guilty pleasure music? You know, the music that no one knows you listen to? Like... Um, I don't know. I mentioned Baby Shark a couple weeks ago onto someone, and they're like, "Oh yeah, that's Sean Shirley on my playlist." I'm like, "That should but, not yeah. be allowed to mention even the word Baby Shark because now that's in my head." <laughs> um, my oh, little sister, okay, I'll find another one next time. I won't mention that again. I promise. <laughs> my little sister has a like a two year old, and he loves Baby Shark. So I've heard yeah. that a lot of times. Um, Guilty pleasure though, because that's not it. Uh, <laughs> <I> was, <laughs> um, that's like the Barney song. My nephew, when he was little, I was like, "Oh my god, stop! Hat. Please no more! Please no more, <laughs> Barney!" <laughs> I love that. I love that. Honestly, I think there's a lot of like, like really not great music that came out of the '90s, but yet, like, I listen to it and I'm like, "Oh, that's great!" Because you know, you just get this like nostalgic feel. Um, like I, I recently went back and listened to some albums of the nineties that like, I just thought were so good. And I was like, I'm going to, now that I know how to play guitar, now that I've assembled my own songs, I'm going to go back and I'm going to listen to them and see what I think. And it was kind of a trip because some of it just seemed, just kind of blew my mind with like, some of it was really good, and then some of it was just strikingly not. And like, <laughs> I, well, I just came to the conclusion that like it's kind of a mixed bag. And the '90s were this special, weird, magical time where yeah. <laughs> we're all learning and doing, I don't know. But um, so I guess like '90s music is kind of like you know, and that sounds bad because like obviously like there's some really good stuff that came out of the 90s mm-hmm. but like let's be real there are some duds <laughs> and I like the duds yeah. I like you know it's I just think it's a cool like you know bottle of time so we just put yeah. sand you know like a little it's just I don't know so, so yeah 90s yeah, absolutely 90s. there's a little of everything there <laughs> yeah exactly exactly oh I mean you can probably go from every genre like from the old school rap to pop EDM mm-hmm. You know, like even country, there's probably, yeah, it's oh, it yeah. very un- eclectic mix there in the 90s for sure. Exactly. So hypothetically, if I came to you and said, I need to hide a dead body, do you know a good place? Well, I just watched the Dahmer series. 
<laughs> was it good? Uh, oh, it, honestly, it freaked me out. It was very amazing. Um, I, I thought they did really well with it. Um, uh, you know what? I w- would just probably bail out and turn myself in and be like, look, I don't know what to do with this. So I don't know. Great, I'm going to jail. Thanks. Yeah, I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> I'd raise my hand and say, I've done something bad. Like, I don't know. <laughs> that, that seems like a lot. <laughs> like, I've just, that's oh. a lot for one person to handle. Okay, you, you will be on my do not call list, I promise. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I really shouldn't be on someone's call list for that. <laughs> uh. Okay, so. Another hypothetical question. Do you have a game plan for zombie apocalypse? Listen, I've been working on that a little bit. You know, we started with a couple solar panels at our house. I, I, I'm trying to t- just eventually take myself out of the stupid grid. <laughs> and uh, so I've got a generator. I've got a solar panel. I'm working my way there. That's awesome. <laughs> I just need to work on my farming skills. I've got land. I just need to, I just need to be, well, I need to be here more. That's the thing. Like it's, maybe we'll I'm sure here. when that point comes around, like I'm kind of like, you know, the whole, uh, 2020 when that all happened, you know, then right. yeah, I'm ready. I'm, I'll be, I'll, I'll be ready. I, I need to read about it a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, we came up with one conclusion over, over this whole thing that is really unique. We've never seen zombie movies where they are in snow. So we've, uh, I've elected to join people in Canada and go to the mountains and just hang out with them because I'm like, okay, you all got this plan. I'm like, I have no clue. So yeah, that's not bad. That's not bad. No, so, that's good. So yeah. So there's, we're just going to start a, a little camp in the mountains where it snows all year long, you know, and we'll be good. That's great. No, I'll, I'll just join you up there and just say Perfect. screw the farming. I mean, or I could bring the farming <laughs> up there. <laughs> yeah. You can bring it up, bring it up. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> oh, so tell us what job would you be terrible at doing? Um, well, I'll tell you what job I'll be terrible at doing. Cause I did it. Um, <laughs> I was a waitress once and, um, I was waitress at the Olive Garden. Um, I like really was not the most amazing waitress. Like some people really loved me and some people absolutely did not like me at all. So just from the data, I think the data shows I'm not a great waitress. I do try, like, I try to take care of people's needs and stuff, but I think there's, my personality skills don't necessarily lend to me being a great waitress. I, I, my, my favorite story is um, the time that a guy told a joke to me. I didn't understand what he was saying. So I just regurgitated the joke back to him. Um and somehow I offended him so badly. Swear to God, all I did was flip around the words and throw it back to him. Because I don't even know what, I, I couldn't tell you what the joke was because I don't even know what he meant. It was just me being like, okay, we're in a social situation. I can do this. Threw it back to him. Next thing I know, I'm not at his table anymore because he caught my manager <laughs> to get a new oh, arrangement. No. Yeah. <laughs> No kidding. <laughs> that was real. That was my real life. So thank God that was just for like, you know, some time because, whoa, not a good, not a oh. good trip for me. All right. So we'll <laughs> just make sure whatever you do, we don't have to waitress. No, we don't want that. Nobody wants that. Oh. Well, if you won the lottery, what's the first thing you would do? Well, I think I would quit my job so that I just had less to do because I feel like I always have way too much to do. And then I would just put some money in the bank. <laughs> I don't think my <laughs> life would be that different, which is maybe a really boring answer. Um, but I just have so much all the time that I think I would be like just super stoked to be like, great, I can just take my nine to five off the plate. That simplifies my life. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even think totally I understand that. Like, I think I would just hang with my old guitars, be happy with. I don't even think I would add one. That's. <laughs> well, that's pretty good. That's, that's very realistic, though. Yeah, I, I think yeah. I am a realist. I try. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh, so tell me, what's the last thing you read or or the or something you would recommend everyone should read? Well, I'm in the middle of reading a book about Elliot Smith. Um, I can barely find any time to read, which really sucks. I was a and I read a lot as a kid, and I feel like as an adult, my reading rate of books is just so slow. Um, and I recently read the the Jason Molina memoir as well. So um, and I can't remember the name of the Elliot Smith book. Um, but my buddy, um, the reason I got it was because somebody posted a picture. My my friend is actually in one of the pictures with Elliot Smith. And I was like, um, hello, like, tell me about this. <laughs> and yeah. um, so that was really interesting to learn that, like, he actually crossed paths with Elliot Smith and they were friends um, back in the 90s, I guess. And um, so anyways, I ordered the book and I'm reading it. And it's Elliot Smith is obviously infinitely interesting as a human um so you know in the next five years I'll finish that book (laughs) um (laughs) that's where I'm at right now (laughs) maybe when I win the lottery I'll read books yeah the the powerball right now I know we're on now everyone this probably will not air in this week so we're on October 24th and I believe the powerball is 600 million oh okay so I mean so yeah read a lot of books Uh, (laughs) yeah yeah, that's that's my reading rate could really go up if um mm-hmm. if I win the lottery. Absolutely. Um, then I'd be like, like calling you and be like, okay, so what books do I need to read? What books were worth it? Like Exactly, yeah. exactly. And you have to play to win. So I mean don't right. play. <laughs> I figured I could spare two dollars, you know, maybe even four. That's like a cup of coffee somewhere, right? Yeah. Is that all it is? And you can just, that's wow. Okay. I'm gonna do that yeah. for sure. Maybe a couple. Yeah. If I went off, I'll give you some. That's how, like, oh. just, you kind of promoted this idea. Who knows? <laughs> oh, thanks. I appreciate that. That's so sweet. <laughs> or you can take me along as, like, a roadie for a while, too. That'd be cool, you know? There you go. Yeah. I, I, I have an RV, so, you, you know, that's all. I just need to know where you are and how soon, it, you know, I can okay, get there yeah. to the next spot. Yeah. There we go. All right. That's good. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, So do you prefer boots or heels? Oh, definitely boots. Definitely boots. I'm not a huge heel person. I have to admit, since COVID, I don't think many people have said heels. I mean, there's been the occasional like, ah, they have to go with the heels because they're like, I don't wear them very much. And I personally like a good pair of heels. But yeah, I could see that too. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm definitely, definitely a boot person. I, um, yeah, I've been, I'm like a recently I've been rocking some Chelsea boots. I feel like those yeah. are just very plain, just really, you know, they go with everything. <laughs> uh, yeah. And meanwhile, but, in Florida, I'm like flip flops all the time. No, okay. <laughs> I don't blame you. That is like another world to me. <laughs> See, after you hit the lottery, you'll have to come hang out in Florida. I would recommend right. though over the winter months because it's uh, cooler, not so. Uh, Toasty, but yeah, that's true, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I really enjoyed. Um, is it Rainbow Lake with all the manatees in Florida? Are yeah, you yeah. There's a bunch. Like I I took a trip down there once, and I just thought mm-hmm. that was the coolest. I learned how to scuba dive there. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that was a yeah. total aside. No, it's okay. Love- there's there's a lot of awesome stuff to do in Florida and everywhere. Trust me, I could go on about traveling in different places and that's like purely my passion besides music. So nice. Nice. So if they made a movie about your life, who would you want to play you? Hmm. Maybe like Christina Ricci, just cause I really like her. I don't know why I really like her, but I do. <laughs> I think it's the Adams family, like yeah. growing up, you know, the stripe, the, the black and white striped shirt. I think it just burned into my soul as like, that's what cool is. Like I, I was like eight or something, you know, but like, and then I just grew up really, just really liking her. I think probably Christina Ricci. That's a great choice. I like that. It's, yeah. Yeah. She's interesting. Definitely. So. This could be a little perplexing. Where's Waldo? 
Oh, yeah, it's perplexing. I think Walter is wherever he wants to be. As long as he's not behind me. That's, we're good then. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> there was a horror, there's a horror movie in this in the making. I guarantee yeah. this. I just need to have someone to come help me write the manuscript and we got this. Listen, I just watched last night a movie where people were zooming and there was like weird ghost activity. Oh, no. So this is way too close to like, like <laughs> that was the whole premise. So it's already written. <laughs> I forget what it was called, but it's new. So I'm sure it's like being promoted right now. It's pretty scary. It freaks I'm me out. I check that out now. It, it was really scary. Yeah, I jumped like four times, like one of those jumper movies, you know, but there's nothing behind you. Let... There's nothing behind him. <laughs> no, nothing behind you. You're good. <laughs> I feel much better. Yeah. <laughs> well, in your opinion, what's the best thing since sliced bread? Oh, man. Wow. I think uh I think I've been pretty happy lately because I've been running my guitar rig in stereo and I feel like that's it's kind of doing the job of like two people a little bit. And to me right now, that might be the best thing since sliced bread. Cause you know, I send one signal through and it's, I have it split up a certain way and it's really working hard for me. <laughs> so awesome. it's allowing me to work maybe a little less hard or something. I think that's, that's the best thing since sliced bread. That's a really cool answer. <laughs> Oh, would you rather cook or order in? I, I, I love that people love to cook. Um, and I really relate to that just like I relate to like reading a book and really enjoying it. But I feel like these days, um, and we do cook a lot, but, uh, if I had the option to just be like, food is here, I would take it. I'm, and I and I think that that's partially just like where I'm at in life right now, and I feel like my head is always spinning with all the yeah. things that we're doing. So um, <laughs> maybe at another time I would have a different answer, but I think probably I would say takeout. <laughs> yeah, I can totally understand being crazy busy. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I, and maybe one day I'll I'll grow my love for for cooking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, in your opinion. What's the worst pizza topping? Hmm. I think green peppers. I always just end up kind of being like, why these are, why are these here? Now (laughs) that's, that's kind of leaving out the option of like anchovies because I, I Mm. just am not into that at all. So like, Mm. you know, within the range of like vegetables slash the normal, you know, pepperoni, sausage, like, I, I would say probably the green pepper. Like, I love, I love a good red pepper, I love a good yellow pepper. Greens are just, they give me a little heartburn, and I feel like they're just a little inadequate. I could be wrong. This is my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> red, orange, yellow, all good. Just no green. Oh, great. Yeah, super great. Just green. Just green. <laughs> <It's>. <laughs> Since the biggest debate, and now I've been bringing up this last half of the year, was pineapple in the beginning of the year. What are your feelings on pineapple? Yay, nay? Doesn't oh, I, matter? Personally, really, I, will, I will fight that. My sister is like, no, she does not love pineapple. I do not understand it. Like, I thought we had enough of the same genes. For her to be cool, but apparently she's not cool. <laughs> um, no, I love pineapple. Start family feud here online. <laughs> exactly. It's we're cutting ties, right? Just kidding. I'm joking. <laughs> no, I, I love pineapple on pizza. I think it's a fu- it's a funny thing though to fight about because people do love to fight about pineapple on pizza. They do. It is. They, I, I they thought love- at one point we were gonna have a whole brawl out here because I'm like, oh, maybe I could just get everyone in a room and we can have. Pineapple, non-pineapple, and then everyone else in the middle and, and just, yeah. Right. So have you found that most people like it or don't like it? Or is it kind of a mixed bag? It's 
it's kind of a mixed bag. Like, I mean, there are people that are yay or like seriously like yay or nay or, you know, mm-hmm. and then there's the, the median of yeah, I could eat it, whatever. Yeah. As long as it's not like really like wet and gross and like it's cooked well. And I'm like, you know, grilled on the pizza would be good. Like mm-hmm. any, anything grilled to me is good. So yeah, grilled yeah. and then on the pizza. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. There's always an ideal. Let's be real. There's always mm-hmm. an ideal. Exactly. So what do you wish would clean itself? The house, the car, everything? Oh, well, if everything's an option, I'll take that. But like, I think probably the house the most. It, I just, it just always feels like it's like, man, can we just like snap our fingers and sort of place that back where it goes and yeah, take the <laughs> trash out? And, yeah, I, I think I, I would. Oh, man, that would be great. I think they tried to do that. Comes- with a little Roomba thing, you know, is that kind yes. of like, maybe I need to try that out. I don't know how, I, I just don't, it doesn't seem that I'm not, I'm not convinced by it, I guess. Um, it's good. If um, like, see, that was the type that I would sweep every day. Cause we have dogs. So there's always dog hair on tile floor here. So it right. worked well for that. Yeah. Um, but even in the same sense, I'm like, yeah, I ended up getting like a stick broom and I'm like, I just quickly sweep every day. And that just, right so but that would be nice if things would just clean themselves and just that that'd be the next level (laughs) oh i know so if you hit the lottery i i would love to borrow a little bit of the 600 million um just hire someone that could come in and clean for the year for me that would be super awesome i'd appreciate that see this is great problem solving we're doing right now (laughs) it is Mm -hmm. absolutely so tell me something on your bucket list Man, oh gosh, I have so many things. Um, well, uh, like as in like a super mega dream kind of. Sure, what, whatever you want to share. It could be something like that. It could be traveling to Canada. I don't know, whatever. Right. Any okay. So anything really. I you know I I kind of I've always sort of had this fascination with the Ryman Auditorium. And I think I like in my mind, I'm like, I'll probably never get to play it. But in my mind, I'm like, that's it, it is, you know, just like I've had smaller things on the bucket list mm-hmm. that I've crossed off. It's on the bucket list for, you know, yes. later down the line. <laughs> it's just yeah, so it's a magical room. Yeah, it's like it's just that amazing venue. Like there are certain venues that are just. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't matter what kind of music you play, like like the Grand Old Opera. I mean, you could, granted, we know that's all, almost all country, but, you know, there is some mix there. But, yeah, it's just like there are just some some venues that are just magical. I know. It's, My friends got married in the Ryman. Isn't that really oh, that's awesome? I know. That's what I said. I was like, <laughs> why didn't you tell me this, like, literally upon meeting me? Hello. It's nice yeah. to meet you. I've gotten married in the Ryman. <laughs> <laughs> like, it seems so cool. Um, Annie oh. Neal is her name. She plays music as well. She's fantastic. Oh, awesome. They both play. It's a, it's a husband and husband and wife duo. He plays amazing bass guitar behind her. Um, oh, wonderful. And if y'all haven't checked them out, you should go do that after the interview. I like to absolutely. reiterate at, in, yeah, after the interview. <laughs> <laughs> I'm basically oh. getting an entire list of things. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, you can just start sending me everyone that we should be reviewing and sharing with everyone. We'll do it. Absolutely. <laughs> exactly. That's the part of collaborating, isn't it? It's beautiful. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, if you could be any person like Dolly Parton or a position like a CEO or accountant or doctor, who or what position would you want to be for the day and why? Oh, wow. Any person. I. For only one day. For one day, that's it. Just one day, just to see what it's like to be them or to gain their knowledge or, you know. Yeah, I think I would pick a band that's on just the next level of this kind of the system that we're in. I think I would pick a band on that level and just sort of navigate the differences and see the differences of the music business and. Um, because I feel like there's always this, like, you know, you're slowly kind of moving up 
um, and you're meeting new people and meeting more people and the network gets bigger and the people that you know are, you know, doing more things in that profession. And I feel like that world is always kind of changing for us. Um, and I can imagine what it feels like to be at the next level. And I would love to, you know, get a, a sneak peek. <laughs> That's boring. That I know be- all of my answers are boring. No, they're not boring. <laughs> it's good. It's, again, this is getting to know you, you know, right. I'm sure they'd be more interested if we were sitting here drinking alcohol in the afternoon, but you know. We're like responsible adults who are like too busy to, to have a drink because right. I'll tell you, the other day, coffee. right, right. And I, <laughs> I've lived on my uh, diet due today, so I'm oh, going the total. Beautiful. Yeah. That seems <laughs> actually really good right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, that, that is my, uh, that is my addiction. I think is that a diet due? Yeah, okay. I do. I yeah. like that. I can, I, I, there's nothing else that I like. I drink every day. That's probably like the one thing that I drink every day. Like I'm like, I gotta have one today. I didn't have one yet. You know, like, wow. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm, I weirdly yeah. like diet sodas. Like I, the non-diet sodas make me feel like super full. And mm-hmm. so I've always just sort of like the diet. I know everyone like feels like that's weird, but I, I like them. <laughs> no, I'm the same way. Cause I, yeah, it was, yeah. It's, and sometimes it's too sweet. Like, like regular yeah. Mountain Dew, I used to drink that occasionally and I'd be like, I drank one. I'm like, so sweet. I'm like, I can't. And so I, it took a little to get to some of the diets though. Like they've had that because of Nutrasweet or sucrose, you know, right, that weird yeah. taste. Like, yeah, but yeah. all in all, yes. Uh, my favorite, I have to admit is the Ziva, Z-V-I-A, Ziva. They are no sugar and they use the Stevia extract. Uh-huh. Oh. And they're actually a little too sweet for me mostly, but they have like a regular cola and root beer and all of them oh. are good except for the um, grape for me. I'm like, Mm-mm. I just don't know what it is. I like grapes and I like a lot of grape things, but that one just. Interesting. Oh. I'll have to try it. Yeah, but it's good. Be good. I love drinks. I'm a big drink person. Like I, if you give me just an assorted number of drinks, I'm happy as a clam. <laughs> <laughs> Gatorades. I love, I don't know what it is. I just love, I just love <laughs> drinks. <laughs> yeah. I always have. <laughs> okay. Great. We're going to have a drink show. It's going to be like Body Armor and oh. Gatorade and Powerade, which is your favorite. Yeah. I I will go on analyzing drinks forever. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So do you have any words of wisdom that you live by? And if so, what are they? Oh. Well, maybe, I, you know, I'm not sure, like, probably not the best at, like, making like a a nice quote and buttoning it up perhaps but um I try to always kind of put myself in the other person's shoes just you know for that whatever whatever we're dealing with behaviorally I try to put myself into someone else's shoes and say okay that that person might be dealing with more you know, juggling more plates, whatever, you know, because generally people are not out for, um, you know, doing things out of malice or something, mm-hmm. but, you know, it's sometimes there's a, a butting of heads and that's, I feel like, you know, take, you know, precautiously almost thinking what could this person be, yeah. um, you know, or just the fact that that person could be going through anything, you know, is kind of, so I feel like that's kind of running through my head at, at, at most points when I'm dealing with people. Um, um, I think, yeah. So basically it's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I I I can say 99% of the people would probably say, yes, that's true. There's like that 1%, you know, there's always a 1%. That's just, yeah. You know what? That's and I almost said that at the end, and I was like, "No, but there's there's always going to be somebody that I I think my yeah. drummer this year has seen me uh, hilariously. I there were a couple of times where I just had to be like, I had to walk in here swinging, and I'm sorry, but I'm walking here swinging because otherwise, these whoever this person is is going to try to trample me, and that's not that's not you know. Yeah. So there there are some exceptions. I I, tr- I try to really keep those as exceptions though. (laughs) Uh, Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) 
Oh, so we have the new album coming out soon. Yes, we Anything do. else exciting happening? Uh, booking lots more for 2023. Are you going to do like 50, at least 50 again? So we are currently looking for a booking agent. Um, and so I'm going to try to step back from that role um, because it's a little bit much <laughs> for me to do at this point. Like we're getting it's getting a little bit hard for us to handle like at this phase that we're in. So um, I'm kind of, I am taking some things, but I'm also leaving room for that, um, which is really exciting. That'll be um, a nice addition to the team. And um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll eventually then tour for the record. So I'm not sure when uh, we're releasing that, but we will be releasing singles in the winter, um, which I'm, like honestly we've we have like five songs that we all think should be singles and I don't (laughs) think we're gonna put five out as singles but we kind of keep going back and forth with these five songs and like there's there's some really really good stuff on this record and I like can't wait to get it in the ears of people like it's been extremely difficult to uh kind of hold back and like know that I like no respect to the the la- the stuff that we did last because you know that mm-hmm. was a learning experience in and of itself but like mm-hmm. I think I'm like very proud of the work that we put into this and I think I can see the work that we put into it and I, I think I can see that in the product and I just can't wait for people to get their ears in it like I'm Super stoked. So yeah, I guess the, you know, the winter will definitely be putting one of the first singles out. So, so look for that. <laughs> That's definitely exciting for sure. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, you can always narrow it down to like three out of the five and be like, okay, we're going to draw out of hat because if we're, you know. Right. You have to meet that consensus of, you know, that's probably the, the easiest way to say, okay, let's just try it this way and have someone else, you know. Right. Yeah, no, we're just, there's, there's such different feels in the songs that it's like, um, you know, we have one like slower that we want to put out, but we don't want to put that out first, you know, and um, we've got one that really is like a, a vibe in and of itself. And it's like, and then one that's more of a rocker. So it's like, do you, do you hit them with the, the rocker first or the, you know, there's all these uh cool decisions that we have to make and uh, they're like exciting that we have to make them because it's you know it would it would suck to just be like this is the only good song on the record so it's gonna (laughs) be um so i'm happy it's not that way well you can always put a pull out to your fans too and be like okay so this what would you would you like the slow one would you like an upbeat one would you like whatever kind of give them just a little bit of that background and put it out there and see where the poll lands and be like oh maybe that's a that's cute I like that yeah I love I I love hearing from people I love like I feel like our engagement online is like we have I've met so many people like thanks to NPR we have people like all over the nation as opposed to just like locally around us which is really cool um it frustrated me for a minute but now that I've kind of like gotten into a group I feel like our engagement out to people is like I just feel like yeah they're local even though they're not like yeah we have fans in Alaska uh-huh. like thank you NPR we have fans in Alaska yeah. that's so cool you know like um so yeah but I I don't know that it, it makes me really happy though to engage with people and for them to be like you know I can't see a show because I'm like a million miles away but you know I found all of this online and yeah well, that's a great idea I might steal that <laughs> and, so and, and I totally know what you mean oh well, great thanks you can absolutely <laughs> steal that whatever you need yeah <laughs> well let me know I'll put it on our websites things like that too uh yeah that'd be that'd be sweet yeah I, I really might steal that <laughs> <laughs> well well it's kind of funny that you said that because that's one thing we've been noticing um with crazy women country here is we've actually expanded a lot because we had a lot of I, at one point I was getting a lot of New Zealand and and uh, England and, and well, England granted, yes, because my co-host is originally from England, you know, she lives in Spain and, you know, it's been great. So it's like, okay, so we start creating this, this global area. And then I was, we were getting Sweden and other, and obviously Canada. And 
So it's been very unique and sporadic and all over, but it's like, it's just so cool because you meet so many different people and just, it's just really like, like one little kind of community almost. And that's, yeah, it's just so cool. It's, it's really interesting. I I know it doesn't sound interesting to talk about, but it really is when you're like, like our Twitter community is completely different than Facebook and Instagram. Like I, I have no clue how that's happened, but like each one is very different pockets of people. And, Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's really cool to just get to know people. And, you know, I, I love meeting them in person that they'll come up to me and say, Hey, I'm so-and-so from Twitter. And I'm like, yes, I love this. (laughs) I mean, how cool is that? Like we live in a time that, I mean, I grew up when, you know, the internet was just coming up and like, now it's this very normal piece of our existence. Um, For all you kids, it was $24.95 for one hour, just so y'all know. (laughs) (laughs) Let me date my own age. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's been great having you, Sarah. And you are welcome back anytime, especially when you have some new, the music comes out, we can jump on quick. We can do a live if you want, um, if you want to play some music or whatever. Let me know. Let's do it. Let's do it. I love that. Thank you. Sounds like a plan. And thank you, friends, for joining us for another episode of Crazy Women Country. Have a great day. If you enjoyed today's episode of Crazy Women Country, don't forget to give us a thumbs up. Be sure to click the subscribe button for new interviews weekly. And thank you, friends, for joining us today on Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter.